0: Hi everybody and welcome to another edition of This Week in APA. I'm your host John Asalon and for those of you who have been along for the ride this entire way through over now 100 episodes, thanks for supporting TWIA and for those who may be listening for the first time, welcome. And uh, if you like what you hear, uh, you can go back and listen to some of our archived podcast uh, right here on the Anchor uh, podcast system. Uh, But welcome aboard, and uh, thanks to you for listening. Today, we're going to do the fourth and final installment of our APA Convention uh, podcast series. It began with our 100th podcast uh, way back a a few weeks ago uh, when we replayed the interview with uh, ski car from the APIC convention uh, conducted by Greg Wells. And then we did uh, our Hall of Fame uh, APIC convention uh, podcast followed by just a hodgepodge of uh, things that happen at the convention. We talked to a lot of people, got some snippets from them. And today in our final installment, we are going to talk to a guy who is been to 18 that's right I said 18 APA conventions which you know that's a pretty good number but there are some people out there that may be getting close to that or have surpassed that but this guy is just 28 years old it's Brian Wells he's an interesting cat I think you're gonna enjoy the interview he brings some humor and Uh, quite frankly some common sense to a lot of things uh, APA and otherwise and uh, it was great to catch up with him at the convention and so coming up next my interview with Brian Wells stick around everybody and thanks for listening to this week in APA All right, back here as we have been all weekend at the Appic convention here in Alpharetta and uh, it looks like the uh, baseball tournament is winding down at least the first round and division winners are being uh, selected and put up on the boards and one of the guests I, I, I want to talk to every time I'm, I'm here or I get a chance to talk to this uh, uh, this gentleman, it's always a pleasure. It's Brian Wells, his dad Greg Wells, well known here in the Appic community and Brian you're almost as well known as your dad you've been around Just about as long Uh, so uh, Welcome thanks for taking the time to do this
1: Uh, this I'm glad you're here I'm glad we have Some media coverage you know it's great It really is well and uh, I like to think I'm more well known than my dad I'm probably not probably not but hey you know this is My 18th Apple convention. I was just Mentioning that to you there aren't i think it's fascinating i'm 28 years old there aren't a lot of guys here who have been to that many epic conventions even when you include the ones from the 70s right. and the 80s and so right. you know we talk about pete simonelli roy langens john cochran that might be the list of the guys who have been to all of them 20 or more uh and i just think that's i, I take a lot of pride in that because my dad has missed a couple that i've gone to yeah. without him mm-hmm. and uh it mattered i think we say this every year we want more people to come new people to come we end up around the same attendance every year and it's a sustainable attendance it's, it's great but uh, people who come have a great time and it's the best it's the best way to support the company because you're supporting the company financially and that's all that really matters yeah. at these at these at this point
0: right right and, 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 you, and you make a good point because in, in a couple uh, of ways, number one, I was apprehensive about coming here the first time, and I had talked to a bunch of these people prior to coming here two years ago because you just don't know what it's like when you meet people face-to-face. It's easy to talk to them on the phone. You know, to, today's social media, you can, you, you're you kind of anonymous. But when you get face-to-face somebody and you look in their eyes and you talk to them and you get a different feeling, you get a different feeling of, of what their character is. And I'll tell you what, it it, it was like a wave that brought me in and all and after I left I said I'm coming back every year I'm not missing one and and you get that from the folks here and and John Cochran you mentioned him and I was talking to me he says she's I've known Brian since he was nine years old and he says every time I see him he's more like his dad every time so you, you got to feel kind of good about that because your dad's a pretty good dude no matter what, no matter how you want to spin it well uh one another thing I take just pride in is
1: you know when I started coming here I was nine you know. I've always... It's not, I don't know if the term is introspective. I just recognize the situations even. then, I knew people weren't crazy about hanging out with a 9-year-old or a 10-year-old. I just knew that. And while winning was really important to me back then, I was there's a woman here, Amy Wikes, the defending champion. She brings her son. The family comes. And his, the son's young. And all the older guys were hanging out last night. He's up in the room. And I said, you know, until I was 21, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Because I had nothing else in common. And I couldn't stay out and have a couple beers. So, uh the saturday tournament was all i really had but by the time i got a little older and i recognized most of these guys aren't really worried about their wins and losses i think that this place grew me up even though it's only a few days a a few days a year just the way i knew i needed to interact or act and behave at a in a situation like this i then can take with me into professional settings like at work where i'm with all adults the whole time and from the when you're 22 working with a a bunch of grown men who've been in a business for a long time, it's a lot like showing up and playing this game with a lot of guys who've been playing this game for a long time, and I think yeah. it's helped me out a lot in life, and, and I think people credit my dad a lot, and just this is how you were raised, but really, it's they can credit each other, it's like, sitting around at the table, a lot of times we have those dinners, and people say, oh, it's the cool kids' dinner, really, it's just the dinner for guys who've been coming here for a long time, and, and everybody's invited, I, they yeah. say it like that, everyone can come, but it started off, and it was just we recognize these faces. Let's invite them, mm-hmm. as opposed to in two thousand uh, seven. My dad didn't come. It was just me. But I'm fourteen. You know, they asked me to go to the dinner, but I, I knew they didn't want me to go. I mean, come on. So <laughs> I didn't go. I stayed back, and I found my own food or whatever. And yeah. you know, I foraged outside the yeah, hotel. Right. <laughs> but uh, I think it's just, I think it's important to act a certain way. And you know, guys who aren't here, we do the rules, and I read the rules. I want to. I want to mention. I was thinking about this the other night. I was wondering why... I wonder why I have to read the rules. I don't really know the rules. Then I remembered early 2000s, the rules overview for the tournament would take over an hour. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can imagine.
1: Because we were so new and it was such a novelty and guys really wanted to win. So a couple things hit me. One, I do it so that it keeps it moving and people don't ask too many questions. But two, I think there's so many guys here who have now been to 10 or more of these that if you're someone like... Like, you came in. When was your first? This is your second one ever, This is my second one ever, yeah. But you probably recognize So many of these guys have been coming to this for so long, and there's just a certain way that we do things. You're probably not coming in like, I think we should do it this way, and I'm going to be mad if we don't. And sometimes sometimes guys come in here, you know, we've had some complaints about this and that so far today and yesterday, but for the most part, everyone kind of gets it, and that attitude is kind of shunned almost. Like, if you come in here with the right attitude, everyone's going to be welcomed. If you're coming in here and you're complaining because – you feel like you got jobbed on this game when there's no prize you're not going to have a good time but i think i i had to recognize that early on and it's helped me out all through life so you know if people can credit my dad i think they should give themselves some credit too. everybody
0: yeah, and, and and you make a good point right? when you came here and you were a kid and you knew that you know most of these adults aren't going to be wanting to hang out with a kid, but they did try to make you feel at ease, and that's sometimes all it takes for a kid. Just okay, just accept me in. You don't have to go out of your way. In fact, if you go out of your way, it's kind of ingenuous. So you know you get that vibe from yeah. from the people around here, and and you're also right about the rules. I mean, people are going to come in. Some of these people, I know, I've played in leagues with some of these people, and they're hardcore, but when you come here, I think they realize it's a weekend, it's just, a, a, it's it's a lot of camaraderie, we're not going to make some ways, and they're smart enough and sensible enough to just say, hey, let's take it as it is, let's not make, you know, let's not get too serious about it, and have a great time, and and Tyler White's is a perfect example. I had... My favorite time here this weekend is playing him in home run derby when he had darn, darn, Don Drysdale. Dry, 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 and, yeah. and we went out, we battled hard, but he got through the semifinals, went to the finals, ended up winning it. But it's a real pleasure playing. And I remember how much he has grown up from two years ago uh-huh. to this year, and I think it's being around these people.
1: And I, I, was, I played against his mom today. His mom, Amy, she's great. great. And, you know, she was telling me last night that he plays leagues, he plays a lot. I haven't talked to him very much. I should talk to him more, but... You know, when I was 15, I didn't really play the game much at all. It wasn't. It didn't really catch me until yeah. college when I had a lot of free time and yeah. also I think more creativity and more patience and so on and so forth. But So for a guy like that, to it, people could say, well, he's bringing a pitcher, it's a home run derby, he's playing Apple. Yeah, but isn't that what we want? We want yeah, the kid to come it. in, show yeah, up, yeah. have some fun, yeah. win the game. Because I, I don't know would I have kept coming back if I hadn't won in 2002. Who knows? Maybe yeah, yeah. I would have lost interest in the game if there was no tournament to come to. So I just think – that stuff is really important. I, 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 and also, I don't know if people realize this. In the last four or five years, it's become, like you said, it's become a weekend. It wasn't really always a weekend. It was get off work Friday, drive here, hopefully get here by 6, 6.30 for the dinner. We have the convention for four hours. The convention was pretty boring. Yeah. Nobody was playing games. <laughs> yeah. It took forever to go through. The Hall of Fame was great. But then, like, one year we played bingo. Like, that's how bored we were. Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> just so strange. It was like trivia bingo. It was awful. And uh, there were prizes. <laughs> I was like "Oh, 4 I yeah, well, late, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm uh, glad that was before my time. That's yeah, good. Yeah, again. yeah.
1: But now it's – I got here Wednesday night. I mean, it's already – we're talking it's, – it's 4 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. I feel like I just got here. But guys are playing horse racing. They're playing hockey. They're playing yeah. football. We're, you know, we're complaining. To, we're going to the game company. We're complaining about how we don't have this game or that game. I mean, it's just so much different than what it was. And it's so much more fun. Like, it's so much more – now, when people say it's a family reunion, now it actually feels like a family reunion. It's yeah. supposed to just a oh, let's let's swing by and see each other for a few hours, yeah. play some games, and go home. Now it really does feel like a an event, and it yeah. didn't always. And I think it's worth it.
0: And I think without even trying to do it. It promotes the game, like you said. You're yes. playing trivia bingo years ago, yes. and now you're here and you're playing all the game. I played horse racing last night, seriously for the first time. It's awesome, and I loved it. It's I awesome. mean, and I thought I was talking to a friend of mine. I said, "You know, this is something we can get like four couples together and have an yeah. all night. We'll be up to two in the morning yeah. playing this game." But it does. It promotes the games that are out there that you may never play. You might even know there was a game. Yeah. But they come out here, and and then you've got great guys like like Jack Dolan who will will teach you the game, uh, Ray Dunlap. Who, who has innovations and teaches the different games. Steve Scoff, who knows all about hockey. And, yeah. and, and those are the guys that you want to have that show people who may be a little intimidated by playing a game they don't know, even though they play half of baseball or a game they played all their lives. It, I, it, it promotes the company. And I think John Hurston's done a great job of uh, doing that. He's done... I mean, I don't know if it's been talked about on your
1: podcast. Has come anyone come on here and talked about what we all thought about John Hurston when he bought the company? Do people say that?
0: No, but let's hear well,
1: it. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I was in high school. I graduated yeah. high school in 2011. So the 2011 tournament, we're now two years removed from the New York Times. After the New York Times, yeah. the company hits kind of a boom. Yeah. Well, I get to the 2011 tournament, guys are saying, this is kind of it. The company's going bankrupt. Yeah, I think it's when they t- declared yeah. bankruptcy. I don't know. Right.
0: Yeah. Things MMI weren't good. Right.
1: Things were not good. And... I don't know. It was kind of a, a sense of, this might be it, let's all enjoy ourselves. Yeah. I was really bummed out. I was only 18. And yeah. uh, you know, you take and it you for granted. you were just getting into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you really take it for granted. And then we did it in 2012. It was lightly attended. It was not, the game company was not represented and it was one of those, they refused to acknowledge us. Let's, everyone's anti the game company now, like it's going under, it's going to be gone in a couple of years. This might be, we're saying goodbyes in a yeah. way like we may never see each other again. That's where you start to see the birth of the regional tournaments a little bit. Yeah. But then tournaments in Atlanta, I was like, that's far. I used to love the 30-minute drive to Lancaster, but okay, I've never been to Atlanta. It could be interesting. And the first night I met John, and John was very nice to me, like right away. Which he, like, like, yeah. I think it's because I was a, a kid and he yeah. wanted to welcome me to it. But the, he, I could just tell he cared about the game more than what people were describing about him. And he was—he's done such a good job. He—he he doesn't really play it. He definitely doesn't pronounce it correctly. And you know,
0: high-level says he doesn't pronounce a whole lot of things. Yeah, correct. he mispronounces yeah. names like nobody's business. Yeah. But that's another. And story. I,
1: I've probably heard him say, oh, "I don't need the emails." About yeah. eighty-eight times <laughs> yeah. for a company that's mostly run by email. Right. But it's still in business, right? Mm-hmm. And I. We gave a speech last night, maybe someone's talked about this, but just about Skeet Carr and his impact on the game. We were honoring him, and I wanted to make it clear. One thing that you've already said, which was, he was very, people were very welcoming. Skeet was definitely one of them. Yeah. I uh, just was at least willing to have the conversation. And two, uh, I definitely just lost my train of thought. But two, <laughs> we were talking about, um, oh, the game is still around. He's worked there since 1964. Yeah. And I said in my speech, I can enjoy the game for my whole life, but so can all these guys who've been playing it their whole life and that's we 've all played video games, computer games, mm-hmm. or book franchise, movie franchise, anything yeah. that have come they 've had their moment they 've yeah. lasted a long time, and they 've gone, yeah. even if that's a ten year fifteen year window but APA, i mean we 're talking about seventy years yeah. and that's something i you, guys who complain at some point you 're like. I just am glad it's still around. I mean, we're going to get the 2021 card season. It started in 1951. Yeah. And you can still buy the card sets. Like, I think I am. I'm thinking that eventually someone will give me the secret formula for how you make the cards. It'll just be me making the cards for myself (laughs) in
0: 30 years. Well, I think a lot of people were thinking that when John, just before John bought the company, like, hey, that's not going to be around anymore. Yeah. What are we going to do? And will the the game continue? Will the leagues continue? How are we going to go about it? But. Yeah, John really did pick up the ball, and not only did he run it, not like just, well, I got got some money, I'm going to throw it at this and see what happens. He's really done everything he possibly can to grow the company, new products, new seasons. I mean, he's practically created a whole new, from every season, from 19-whatever baseball up through today, plus great teams, Negro League teams. I mean, he's done an incredible job. He always kind of it like, ah, it's not that big yeah. of a deal. Really a but thing. you know, the people, and and again, you make another good point. People just don't seem to appreciate it right. in a lot. But I keep telling them, I said, John, that's a small, small amount of people, percentage it's of a vocal people. Minority. It is, it is, yeah. and they're going to scream the loudest, and those are the ones you're going to hear, and you're going to say, oh my god, I don't know why I do this. Right. But it, but you know, and I know that it's not that way for a lot of people. And
1: I just want to say because I was reading the boards today, the Delphi boards. People, people were talking about John's going to do the next thing, 1983 season. He's we talking about cricket, and he's got the galactic football thing. And guys are like, this must be a joke. No bowling, no basketball. <laughs> Here we go. Here the, I mean, the key points that he's brought up, but I think are true. Bowling, they had it. It didn't sell very well. Yeah. Why would I bring it back? It's not going to sell very well. Mm-hmm. And he said he's not, he's not a big bowling fan. He doesn't know any huge bowling fans. He can't put his name on something that if it won't be a, an authentic and accurate product. Right. And it also wasn't selling well to begin with. Basketball, I'll be honest, I would love a basketball game. But he says it's a diminishing interest in – there's declining interest in the game amongst our key demographic. Fair. Yeah. Okay. I can say that. And then yeah. Galactic Football, he's big into eSports. But I think he makes a good point where he says if I make our same game but it's more graphical, it's more enticing for the younger generation and it's more eSports themed, people might be more interested. And yeah. that's – you know, you remember when they did Appa Andy? Remember that? Oh, it was like some kids' version of Appa. It, no, no, cl- it was awkward. It was weird. It <laughs> was early two thousands. This is, a, I think, if you're appealing to that demographic, that market, this yeah. is a better idea. Yeah. And I said on the boards, that product is not intended for anybody who's reading this message right here. Like that's nobody on these boards. Right, right. I don't even know. Delphi forums. I don't even know what that is. Like, uh, like, there's no kids on Delphi forums. No, you know. No, no. So I think. Yeah,
0: and no, and it's the hardcore. And I'm on Delphi yeah. forums because that's how I promote my replay. Same. But yeah. But but, but you're right. It's it's you got the different demographic yeah, for it's that. It's not it, even it, really it, for me, yeah. honestly. Yeah, like, right. The football exactly game for right. me. Yeah.
1: So, but no, I just the one point I would love to hammer home is the convention is a full weekend. You definitely get your money's worth. It's a great time. Show up with the right attitude. I mean, look, I've been to 18. Like, John Cochran doesn't play every year. Pete Seminelli no. doesn't play every year. Roy, Roy Langans forgot to turn in his lineup sheet. <laughs> and one year, I think all of his wins were voided because he used an XB. You he did, he screwed guess. up a couple times. <laughs> so I know for a fact that I have definitely won the most games at the convention. And I've probably lost the most games at the convention, <laughs> right? Because I've just played them all. And You're like Pete
0: Rose, yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. Them. <laughs> right.
1: I just I'm like the quarterback. Like you look at the active passing leaders, and Tom yeah. Brady's got well, oh, because all the other quarterbacks in their 20s, you know, that's why <laughs> that's he's got a all the record. Right. Yeah,
0: you got the record.
1: So, yeah. uh, I just it, you can come here, you can think oh, I, I want to win, I want to win. Well, look, as someone who's won two championships and filled in for someone and won a third under their name, and has. Won over 100 games in the round robin, at least. I mean, we're talk- I've never had a losing record in 18 yeah. seasons. It's at least yeah. 10 games. It's at least 108 wins. And I'm probably more like 115, 120. And I don't really feel that much uh, pride in saying that. It's cool. It's cool, yeah. But, like, don't come in here because I've done it, and it doesn't make you any more special. or It really doesn't add to your enjoyment. It's fun. Yeah. There's no standing ovation when you walk into yeah. the room. <laughs> Right. right. And
0: here he is, the all-time winner. Right. About the yeah.
1: There's no yeah. people bowing down. Right. Only one person has ever actually known who I was and reacted to me in a way, I'll call it appropriate, but I think as anybody else would say that was strange. And it's, it was, uh, I don't know if I want to say his name. I'll say his name. It's not an insult. It's Darren Schultz. Uh, Ken oh, Schultz, yeah. they run oh, the I tournament. Know you you yeah, know Darren. Yeah, yeah. It was the nicest thing anyone's ever said yeah. to me. It was the 2015 Michigan tournament. And he was just joking. But yeah. I was meeting Ken. I had interacted with him on Facebook. And Darren's like, oh, Brian Wells. Oh, I feel like I've been reading about you for like 15 years. <laughs> and he kind of like – he like does a fake like, oh, step back. Like, oh, yeah, oh, man. Right, right. It's like meeting a rock star. Yeah. And I thought – that was that – was, I was like, thank you, Darren. It's that's nice cool. of you. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And those moments are so few and yeah. far between. And yeah. I think just those moments like yeah. – you win the tournament; it feels good. I think Amy Wykes is happy that she won the tournament twenty nineteen. Whoever wins tomorrow is oh, going to be happy be they won the tournament. Right. But you get to add your
0: name to Wikipedia. You
1: show your coworkers; it's
0: pretty cool. Yeah. That's about it. That's, you know, a- that's about as far as it goes, <laughs> right? That's as far as it goes. But again, you, you you come from from a really unique perspective. As young as you are, yet you've been here right. probably as as long as anybody. Like you said, you probably won more games than anybody here, but. You, you come at it from a whole different perspective. Like, I have grown up. I know what it's like from what it would be like for somebody who a lot of us were as kids your age starting in this game and just coming up to where you spend the rest of your life playing a game that's a, that's a hobby that you love to do. But yeah. you're really getting it from a younger perspective now from a lot of these people that are in there.
1: And I really like it when I lose to someone and I can tell they feel like they've achieved something. Yeah in this random statistically based baseball game. That like oh. I think, I do think like people, people have said it to me like, Oh, I beat the champ. Like they feel good about it. I got you a couple. Like some people say, I oh, I beat you in <laughs> 2014. Right. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, don't remember, cool. but sure. Yeah. And yeah. I, I actually like, yeah. and nothing will top the New York times, man. When, like yeah. when I have that video, I, I moved to Memphis a couple years ago. We yeah. haven't had a tournament since I moved to Memphis. I'm telling people at work. I don't want to explain it to everybody. Cause it's, it's how long yeah, yeah, is yeah. the story yeah, of yeah, me yeah, playing guess, Apple? Right. So I mostly just told people I had a wedding, and I was gonna be in Atlanta for a few days. But there was a few people I told, the cl- people I'm closest with, one in particular, I just is my closest friend at work, and I sent, I left on uh, Wednesday night, and I was like, hey, I, I told you I'm going to a wedding, but
0: <laughs> I don't watch on. this at work. But I got to Here's pass
1: on. a YouTube video. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, you know, but again, don't watch it at work. When you get home, and they're like. I watched it immediately, sorry. That's so cool, and the New York Times having an article profiling me and having a video featuring me, its when you watch it now, it's dated. It's old. I'm very competitive at 16. Like, at one point, I watch the video every year because I'm a narcissist and also because I love it. (laughs) It's a great moment. It's a crazy, crazy, crazy moment in my life. And at one point, I roll the dice and I'm like, ah, you can just see the the life leap my body as I've lost. (laughs) Those moments don't happen anymore. Now, I mean, you know, I get bummed out, but then I just, you know, there's free cookies and brownies in the lobby and I'm fine. But I think. That right there was the was the peak. The being featured, not that this podcast interview hasn't oh, well. been I've, hasn't been I thought it Would be second. I'm gonna that's... play. I probably you know save the clip on my phone and just play it. You know, no one loves the sound of my own voice more than me. Maybe uh, me. Yeah, sure, yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. We could probably do this for three hours. Yeah. But but that to be able to have because it went from I was in high school when that happened. Yeah. It went from oh, it's like Dungeons and Dragons with baseball, yeah, to like, hey, I was in the New York Times this weekend. Isn't that crazy? Like, so that v- validated, and you know, I think also you get out of high school, you get to college, people are more tolerant or under- or interested by yeah. things like this. You get a little older, it becomes like people don't really have hobbies, you know, and it. This is the kind of hobby that never dies, never fades. Is is portable? Yep. You can take it anywhere, yep. and it's just different, and it's 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 it takes i don't want to say it takes intelligence it's just it works your brain a little bit yeah it's yeah. it's fun and i think uh just I'm, I'm still appreciative 12 years later of the fact that we had that kind of coverage for a game that you know i think my dad just showed me so we'd have someone else to play with as he got older yeah i mean to see me sitting here with you i mean i think if i never win a tournament who knows if we're having this conversation who knows if i'm reading the rules right i think the pressure almost of People coming up and talking to me so much about that when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, like getting back to what we started at the beginning of the conversation, I knew I had to have a certain level of candor yeah. in the in the conversation. So I, I don't take a single moment of it for granted. I am just because I don't know how much longer we'll do this. It could be 15 years, right. but eventually, you know. And so I will look back in 30 years and listen to this and watch the video and you know miss it a lot. because yeah. This is this is really amazing, and I hope more people hear this and decide to finally spend the money and come
0: yeah and and i and i think that's that's exactly the way i feel about it is that again a couple years ago i was like "Eh, i don't know i've only been doing this and and i don't know about the people and once you get here you you can't stress it enough i mean they can listen to us and say oh okay sure right right." but you got to do it and you got to make that leap of faith and i'll tell you once you do you're hooked and and i agree with you i always think what's going to happen if, if this game isn't around? Now, I know I, I'm more involved in, in replays of the past, so if if there aren't games being made for 23 and 24 and 25, uh, okay, yeah. I'll be okay. But I love this game, yeah. and I love it as a hobby. I'm sur- I surprise myself how much enjoyment I get out of it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think your perspective, as I said before, is unique because you've been around a long time, yet you're still a young man. And you can really promote this game to a lot of people, and I think that you're doing just that yeah. by, by being here, coming here every year, and having people see what you do and, and how you feel about it.
1: Yeah, I it's a, it's it's crazy. I can't believe 18. I mean, that yeah. I'm going to eventually be at 20. Hopefully, you know, in two yeah. years, 20 conventions. That's just such a big number, and it does make me laugh when people are like, oh, "I'm on the fence." Because the first moment I ever heard of the Apple tournament. I told my dad, I want to go to the Apple Tournament. Yeah, I probably played four games in my life. And I think it was like, if you get good grades in fourth grade, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> right? And he was so afraid. He was so afraid. Don't cry when you lose. Don't yeah, be upset when yeah, you lose. Yeah, yeah. And then it became, hey, don't celebrate too much when you win. Yeah, and right. One of my favorite moments when I look back is I win the championship in 02 And I I, st- I stood up. We were clapping and kind of turned. And Ron Siemens, he's from Pennsylvania, used to go to the Lancaster Tournament a lot. He's the first. He stands out his hand. He shakes my hand, and then he rubs it really hard. He's like, oh, give me some of that good luck. Give me some of that good luck. <laughs> well, eight years later, I'm playing against him in the championship, and that's the one where I went up 2-0, and then John Klaus touched my dice after we oh, lost the Iceman. No, the ice, oh, yeah. the, the, ice cooler, the cooler, yeah. the <laughs> cooler, yeah. And then I lost the next three to Ron, and I always thought that was like a nice moment of irony and yeah, synergy, yeah. right? Like right. he's the first one to congratulate me when I won. <laughs> he's the one who overcomes oh, in right. 2010, the last time I've been to the finals. So yeah. there's just been a lot of cool moments along the way that I, that I cherish. I was telling the story of 2008 where I started out two and three and lunch it and then I took a break so I win a game but in Vegas well, let's say we're on the 11th story of our hotel so you go down the elevator of the hotel room through the whole casino up an escalator and then into the room and I play the fifth game and I win. My opponent needed to it – was, it was slow or whatever. So then I go all the way back to the room, hang out, come all the way back, and I went again. I was like, well, shoot. i got go to do that. Room. <laughs> i gotta, I got to get that up. did six times. I must have stayed our division weight <laughs> like half an hour in between each of my games. But I went all – and I I think NBA Summer League was going on. I, I met one of the NBA players, I think, in the oh, elevator. Cool, yeah. I just was like, oh, you're pretty tall, right? Yeah. You know, I just – got to be well. somebody, yeah. And I think he knew. I didn't know he was. He probably wasn't anybody anyway. Yeah, He's right. just, uh, but there's just been a lot of cool – Stories, the the inside jokes. Uh, Randy Egan said to me that the repartee that that takes place here is uh, above the bar over any other you know, social interaction that yeah. he has, like the banter, the back and forth, the insults, the yeah, comments, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. jokes.
0: Yeah, it's kind of not. It's like in the family. Yeah. it's like it's like a family joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's exactly what it is. So and it really uh, is great. And Brian, I tell you, I I, I really enjoy the time yeah. that we spend together. We don't do it enough. That's yeah. for sure. Um, now you're in Memphis now because the last time we right. talked you were in Redding. Uh, you were working for the Redding uh, right. uh, minor league team, there,
1: right? Yeah, so I then moved there to work for the Redbirds. Of course, yeah. the pandemic minor league baseball yeah. was decimated. So I work in sales for a uh, cable supply company, which is great. I love it. Yeah. I, I love being in Memphis. Really, what I wanted was a change of scenery. I lived in the same town forever, but it's nice now to be able to see my dad when I'm here, see all these yeah. guys, and drive. I like driving here in yeah. six hours, but yeah, I get okay. here in just under that. It's not so bad. But yeah, you know what? We don't do this enough, and usually it's because John wants us to talk about like fantasy baseball or minor league promotions. I'm like John, you know. He, there's not many guys he interviews have been to more of the tournaments. Yeah, I, right. There's plenty well, of yeah. appa stuff I could talk about. Oh, no, no, no. Talk yeah. about fantasy.
0: Okay, sure, yeah. whatever.
1: Oh, you're young. Talk about fantasy baseball. I don't yeah, really yeah. play fantasy baseball anymore. So <laughs> right. I, you so what, what's the point? Right. So, yeah, yeah anytime. Seriously, yeah. this is awesome.
0: No, and I, and I, like I said, I appreciate your perspective. You, you, you've pretty much done it all here at a young age. And uh, keep promoting the, the company. Keep promoting the convention because, really, that's where it's at, and that's what we got left.
1: And the last thing I want to say, I, I'm hopeful. I got, after 20 years, I finally got one friend interested in the game. One guy. Right. I'm 20 years in. But, you know, uh, he joined a draft league. I basically f- convinced him. I forced him into it. And so he joined that. And I'm hoping I can get him to come to the convention. I got a friend who's never played a game of APA. Only lives three hours from here, though. He texted me today as a joke. And he was like, I'll be down. I'm going to take the 2,000 Yankees. I so, dude, like, you know, just three-hour drive. You hang out with me. And if I can get our other friend to come, yeah, just roll the dice 10 games. It's right. pretty simple. And, uh, you know, I bought the 95 World Series set. This guy have it work. My hope is maybe not next year, maybe, maybe the year after. In the next three conventions, I'd love to be able to say that I managed to bring at least one friend. I did bring a friend once in 2005, and he had a good time. But that was 16 years ago. That's like a middle right. school friend, right, like, right, I right? I don't know right. what that guy's doing right now. Yeah. But uh, hopefully. That's the that's my goal. That's my next milestone is to bring a friend here.
0: You know what they say, Brian, if you can save one life. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is what yeah. <laughs> Brian Wells, thanks so much, man. It's always great talking to you, and it's always great seeing you, and uh, best of luck in everything you want to do. No,
1: thank you, John. You got Same it, to you. Sure. All right.
0: That's Brian Wells, everybody, a guy who's been around here for 18 years, and that's just 28 years old. He's, uh, he's an anomaly, to say the least. We'll be back with more from the Apple Convention here in Alpharetta when we come back. My thanks to Brian Wells for taking the time at this year's APA convention to sit down and talk to me uh, about APA and his experiences over his uh, over his lifetime. Eighteen years or eighteen APA conventions he's been at, and he is only. 28 years old started at nine years old and uh, he had a uh, very interesting story and still continues uh, to be a big plus to the APA community uh, over the years Uh, we will uh, that will do it for our four installments uh, from the APA convention this past year don't forget uh, the epic convention will be back to its normal time and place the weekend after father's day and my next podcast well there's going to be a guy on here who everybody loves and that's john Herson, the ceo uh, of the epic game company is going to talk a little bit about Uh, This past convention and the one coming up and a whole lot of other things. So you will not want to miss it. That will be uh, put up there in pretty quick time. Uh, uh, Right now it is uh, the Thursday, actually one week exactly before Thanksgiving. And I hope to have that podcast out. Uh, next Tuesday. Uh, so that would be the 23rd, I believe. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And you'll want to tune in and listen uh, to me and John Herson on that next podcast. Until then, this is John Aslan Thanks so long. And thanks once again for supporting and listening to This Week in HAPA.